What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the brunch breakdown. What is up? It's back to normal now. Like everything is it, this. This feels better than being in person. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> Does it really? Because there's no those snow are special. On the those are special episodes. They are those in person, all in one. They're they're fun. They are fun. They're special. I love you guys. But it was snow. There was snow on the ground, so that kind of messes up everything that I feel when I'm doing these. Today it's yeah. like 80 degrees. It's been 80 for the last like four days. It feels good. I'm I'm on the best coast. I'm where I need to be. Just you are on the best coast because we still got snow over here. It's over Ooh. here on the east coast. It's ridiculous. Oh no! Got out of nowhere, like an RKO out of nowhere. Snow just sunk down on us one night and here we are oh, waiting God. for it to melt once again things around the corner we keep telling ourselves that but everybody <laughs> welcome back to the brunch breakdown yes that special in-person episode that we're talking about there was our one year anniversary show brunch 28 if you missed it i cannot encourage you enough to go back and listen to that episode it was uh got a little heated at some times but very entertaining very fun so here we kick off year two on let's do it the brunch breakdown with brunch 29 and unfortunately uh no curse. it's a reservation for two today mm-hmm. as you may or may not have been able to pick up on them by now our good friend and of course esteemed co-host mr chris gates not with us today um this isn't how we're not starting the new year off by getting rid of him that's not, <laughs> not yeah chris down. is no longer on the brunch breakdown that clarify, is our yeah, big breaking news no two-year announcement chris was just like I don't like you guys, and we were like, "Well, we don't want you at our table." It was a big one-year, uh, one-year uh, period for him, just like a one-year interview to see how it would go. And we let him, we let him go yeah. for a year. And we gave Didn't him the work. No, not you can't no. sit with us, Chris. You can't sit with us. <laughs> you got to get to another place, another table, brother. Uh, not true, but uh, <laughs> he'll be rejoining us. I hope in two weeks when we do yeah. brunch thirty. He'll be back. Uh, so he'll be back. He'll be back. So uh, we miss him from a distance today. But, hey, you got, you got us. us, too. You got us, too. You got us. You still got East Coast, West Coast represented. It's, a, it's Dan and Dan. It's Daniel and Daniel. Dan and Daniel. Dan and Dan. Sounds like, a, sounds like a Nickelodeon or Disney show. It really does. Dan and Daniel. Oh, what hijinks are they going to get into? <laughs> oh, you know that Dan. Oh, that Daniel. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. TM, TM, by the way. TM, TM, TM on TM. all of that. Yeah. Um, TM. Our writers getting to work feverishly on that pilot. So, uh, so Dan, what's been happening? What's, been, what's going on in your life uh, these past few days? What's been happening? What's been happening? Uh, not, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot um, for me. Not exciting times. This weather's been throwing me off. Uh, been watching a lot of basketball. It's an exciting time of the year. Uh with Most March Madness time. heating up my alma mater. I don't want to say too much, but because we got a championship game tonight, by the time this comes out, that result will already be over. But uh, shouts to them. Shouts to them right there. We'll talk about it. Uh, I don't want to jinx them. I don't want to jinx them. Wait, Kent is in, the, is in the MAC championship? They're in the MAC championship oh, against cool. heated, heated rival Akron. All right. Oh, yes. yeah. Akron chicks are fat. Yes, they are. Akron chicks <laughs> are fat. Um, and always always are and always will be. Um, yeah, but they split the, the season series this year, and uh, the rematch for the a trip to the dance is uh, on the line Saturday night. I hope, I hope by the time 
our listeners are listening to this, there's good news in uh, in in Kent State land. But yeah, a lot of basketball uh, for me to going on this week. Work's been a little a little hectic here and there. Um, but that's been uh, that's been about it. What's uh, what's been good with you? What's new? Um. Well, speaking of basketball, like I've been watching nonstop basketball too, and that's all I'll pretty much do for the next like I don't know what three weeks. And um, can't wait. West Virginia's in the Big Twelve championship tonight. They played probably the ugliest game on record last night, and somehow I won by that. one point. Um, that was ugly. So, so that was cool. So they're in the Big Twelve championship tonight. So hopefully, whenever everyone hears this. West Virginia is the Big 12 champion, but uh, see, good news for both of our alma maters. Yeah. There, good news. Yeah. Little blue, little gold. We'll, we'll spread the love. Yeah. So hopefully that, so hopefully that happens. And uh, uh, this week, I went to a couple concerts. Uh, I went to see Daya the other night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, man. I went to see. Shouts Daya, out to Daya, my man. Pittsburgh homegirl. Uh, I talked yeah. to her on Friday, and I just was like, because she came in studio to do some like video stuff, because our big award show is coming up in like a month. So they had her yeah. doing a bunch of stuff, and I was like, Yo, we killed it last night, man. And uh, and she was just like four one two because that's pretty much what we say to each other, and um and and it was like and it was cool just like seeing her just absolutely kill it and it was like when yeah. Hideaway I remember when Hideaway when she first came in to uh to interview for Hideaway and it was like no like you know no one knew who this girl was, was just a little right. shy girl from Pittsburgh comes in with her like you know manager or whatever and. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was, and I just can't believe all the success she's had, and just like the songs with the Chainsmokers, and like sits still look pretty, and you know, this girl's got like four hits, like four like top forty hits, and she's, yeah, you know, and she's been around for such a short time. So, shouts to Daya, and uh, also I had a really cool moment this week. Um, there's this rapper, his name's Saba. He's actually on uh, Chance the Rapper's Angels, is where most people have probably heard him. Well, he's yeah. got his own like album and stuff out and stuff, and my. Into my former intern from like a while back in Pittsburgh is his manager, so he was in LA this week. Wow! And uh, Rory hit me up and was like, "Dude, he's like, I'm putting you on the guest list. Plus one, you got to come out." And so I went to his show, and the show was amazing. It was at the Roxy, and it was just like super cool. And I talked to Rory for a while, and like this kid, like I always knew he could do it, but like I just, did, you know, you just never know with people. Yeah. And he's he was talking to me about how much he loved music and how he wanted to get in like music management. And he was just like telling me all this stuff, and I'll never forget having all these conversations with him when I was like working for ESPN Radio, and um, and just to see him doing that is just like super cool. So like shouts nice. to Rory and uh, yeah, and like Saba, if you've his his uh his mixtape or album is called The Bucket List Project, and it's really good. So um, yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's cool. Um, it's definitely it's got a cool theme to the albums, the bucket list, and it's just like really good. It's really good stuff. So I know we're not in what nice. we're listening to yet, but uh, but the right. bucket list project's good. But uh, but that's you know what I've been doing this week. You know, just going to some shows and doing whatever. And it's really I, nice here, as I said it again. Okay, I'll say it again. okay. I, I, I heard you the, the first weather time. is nice again. Daylight savings starts the tomorrow. Time. I'm ready. I heard you the first time. I'm ready. All right. I heard you the first time. I'll be there in less than a month. <laughs> yes, you will. And that's going to be hard once again. Very difficult to come back. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned concerts. I almost forgot. Uh, I think I talked about it on the last episode before I went, but got to see uh, Panic at the oh, Disco. Yeah. How was Panic? Oh man, unfreaking believable, unbelievable. So uh, Saint Motel, who has really taken off in the last year, uh, they had their their latest single is uh, Move. You're, it's all over TV commercials and things like that. 
but my type was the one before that. That was also on t- a lot of TV commercials. So it was the second time I got to see those guys. The first time I got to see them in like this living room setting with like 200 people. And I was right up front. It was crazy. crazy. It was, yeah, it was like a year and a half ago. And it was so, so cool. It was so intimate. And this was just when they were starting to, to come out and take off a little bit. And then here they are opening for Panic! at the Disco. It's so wild in front of, you know, 12,000 people. And Mr. Wives was the second opener, who you and I have talked about on this podcast mm. before. Huge fans of Mr. Wives. I've seen them before as well. Not in a big setting like this, but they're getting ready to uh, launch their new album. It's just unbelievable, they, it, which is going to be awesome. I need to tell you this, by the way. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this. They played about three or four songs off of that new album. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Get ready. Nice. There's a couple of bangers on there. I'm so excited. <laughs> that album comes out uh, later in May. I feel like we're doing music, but we're not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Panic! at the Disco. I've seen Panic! a couple of times now. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the band has changed a lot throughout the years. It's just Brandon you know, now. It's, it is. Yeah. It's, it's just him. It's just him doing everything. He's the, he's the center stage. He's the main guy. And... I got no beast with that because he put, dude puts on one hell of a show. The production was incredible. His voice and his vocal range is out of this out of this world. In fact, that had me a question for the podcast at a future date that I wanted to bring up. Whose voice? If you could pick one person's voice to have, who would you have? Ooh. I'll throw that on. I'll throw that on next week's menu. Yeah, next week. Well, yeah. Because it's like, do you go like, mm. you know, you can have like a buble or you can have like a. Like a Brendan Urie. Like, it's, they're very different, but, like, what would you... Anyways, or, like, Adam Levine. Later. Yeah. Or Akon. See? Could be a lot of those things. Yeah. So, anyways, the concert was amazing. Uh, absolutely fantastic. I recommend anybody to, to go. And then, like, a couple, they, so they played here, and then a couple days later, they played out, sold, sold out Madison Square Garden. It's just wild to think about where that band has come. I followed this band. They've been around for 13 years now. And just to see where they've come and taken off, and now basically just Brendan is just wild. So yeah, dude, that show was uh, that show was incredible. That's been the highlight of my last my last two weeks. Dude, that's awesome because uh, uh, yeah, Death of a Bachelor, such a good album. Death of a Bachelor, incredible. the song, one of my favorite songs. Period of of last year for sure. The fact that that album didn't win Best Rock Album is 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 ridiculous. I uh, won it, David Bowie, right? Yeah, but but Black Star's okay. good, dude. If you have wasn't that album up Black wasn't Star, that album up last year? No, it Didn't wasn't. that album come out in January of last it year? It came out in January, yeah. But it was but the Grammy cutoff is like September. That's uh, why you have like I, random that's why you have albums like that that you're like I feel like there's Yeah. It's yeah, okay. I don't want to Because it came out right like before Billing. he died or right after he died. It was like one of the two. It was like yeah, it was something it was like close. that. It happened like right after or right before he died. But no, Black Star is super good though. Yeah, I guess if you're gonna lose to anybody, you yeah, like Bowie. So there was no way he that. wasn't losing that. But um, but no, I mean, I love Death of a Bachelor. I I love that album, and I'm happy that amazing. You know, he's taken the sound the way he wants to go, and it's it's just Brandon. Like yeah. I'm happy he kept the name, but like <laughs> right. it's just Brandon. Yeah, it's just him. It's just him. The sound is 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 awesome, and yeah, I had a blast there. Nice. It's a, it's a really highly energetic show. Uh, so I encourage anybody to catch it. But uh, I guess before we officially get started, see, this is why we have, you know, this is why we need Chris. Yes, this, this is, is why actually we're lost why Chris. we need Chris. Because we haven't said anything breakdown. to anyone about anything. Welcome to the, yeah, we're basically <laughs> just having a conversation. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the Brunch Breakdown, everybody. This is Brunch 29. Uh, I don't even know how he goes about this. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're a first time listener or a 30th or 29th time listener, we're not the 30 yet. Uh, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. 
Uh, we recommend iTunes and SoundCloud, but we're on a lot of other podcast podcasting apps that you may use. If there's one you use and we're not there, give us a shout. Let us know. We're going to do our best to get where you guys uh, listen, get your podcasts. Yes. Uh, if you could give us a chance, give us a rating and a review. That really, really helps us. goes a long way into what we do in the future of this podcast. It may like see something little. Honestly, 60 seconds or less of your time. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook just by searching for The Brunch Breakdown. We're on Twitter at Brunch Breakdown. We're also on Instagram at Brunch Breakdown. Chris is on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. And, of course, I am on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. Welcome to The Brunch Breakdown. Don't get thrown off by the new logo now when you do some of those nope. searches. The new logo's out there. It made it up to iTunes. So now it's across all the platforms. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy and like that again. Just part of what we're going moving forward. The merchandise discussion is still happening between the three of us, yes. by the way. We got to make that. Seems to be a popular movement. We need, we need some more listener feedback. Uh, what do you guys want to see? What would you like? What types of merchandise? Make America Brunch Again hats, shirts, tanks, socks. I don't know. We'll make it happen for it's you. It's going to happen. Whatever you guys want. Whatever you guys want. So uh, we appreciate your listenership from all over the world. Because that's really where it's coming from. All over, all the, over world. the world. And I still don't know why. But we appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so, of course, let's take a look at let's the menu. Let's get into it, man. Um, we start off, as we always do, with any uh, brunch food that we've had recently or brunch news. Uh, and there is a little bit of brunch news that uh, – or bre- breakfast slash brunch news that we'll talk about when it comes to one of our favorite basketball teams uh, that we'll get into as well. Uh, we know we're a little bit we're a little bit removed from it now, but we haven't had a chance to to talk about it because it happened literally the day that we last recorded was uh, the big Oscars flub, La La Land. We need to at least hit on that subject and how wild that was. <laughs> we're going to talk about if we saw it live, the reaction about it. Just that's going to be great. Um, we're also going to, of course, get into the Bachelor and recap the last two episodes. Good news there uh, about uh, the finale. We can, we're actually going to be looking forward to watching it because we don't I'm know excited. who's going to win. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll update our standings as to where we are in our uh, Bachelor Pick'em Poll. Um, next topic on the list, what we'll get into is the, uh, the New York Knicks basketball team played a first-half game with no in-game entertainment. We're going to talk about that, whether we like the idea, don't like the idea, and what it sounded like, how unique that was. Uh, we're going to get into... The beauty and the new beauty and the beast movie coming out. I guess this coming up this week. Yeah, this week. And some people are mad about some certain things about it. We're going to get into Disney a little bit, so we're going to get into that topic. Hopefully, yeah. like, when we like, get to honestly, five, at this point, it's just all right. The rest of the menu is just we may get to it, we may not. We may, we may. Uh, and there's so gonna we're be hoping music. to. There's going to be music. We're, there's definitely going to be music, <laughs> whether or not we always finish with what we're listening to, yeah. and a couple of very quick bites to end the show as well. So we're going to see how this is going to go. There is really no, clearly, production or planning involved very much in this. We also need to introduce our new segment next week when Chris comes back. Where are they now? Oh, can't wait. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be introducing that segment as well. But let's kick off where we always do, brunch food. What have you had recently? Any brunch news? Didi, what's been good on the uh, on the best coast in terms of uh, your brunch? You hitting up any different places, dude? I haven't really had any. Uh, I haven't really had any brunch uh, since I came back. I've like I've been super busy since we got back. Uh, yeah, doing a bunch of different things. So it's just I haven't had a chance to get my brunch on. I know tomorrow I think I'm gonna get some brunch on, 
um but not i mean i haven't had any recently but there is some brunch have you had anything i i haven't i i was supposed to last weekend some things got what we're terrible terrible? we're terrible we are we are this is the brunch freaking breakdown and here we are again i came at you heavy last episode with a bunch of brunches oh yeah uh yeah there's still we're recording this saturday of course there's still a good chance for brunch on uh tomorrow on sunday Mm -hmm. hopefully when you're listening to this you're enjoying this while you have your own brunch whether you're a lonely bruncher at a table for eight whether whatever it may be but uh still a chance for it i was supposed to have brunch last weekend something's got a little altered changed up so you'll have that every once in a while but uh yeah, it's, uh, it's the uh, pre-St. Patrick's Day weekend in a lot of places, like in, I don't know about where it is out there with, with you, Didi. You know how it runs in, in where we are in Pittsburgh. It's St. Patrick's Day is actually this upcoming Friday, the 17th. Yes. But in the city of Pittsburgh, the parade is always on a Saturday. Always. So it, the celebration is, it is on a Saturday. So it's, it's this That's Saturday. Weird. It's almost it's an, its entire week before That's the weird. actual holiday. And even though the holidays on a Friday and Saturdays the next day, the events, the celebrations, and the parade are all this weekend, throwing everybody off completely. So there may or may not be some drunk brunch for some people at some point, and uh, whatever may bleed into uh, next week as well. So that's so weird. A whole I know. week before. I hate it. That's just odd. I don't know about that. They should have done it next Saturday. That just it just seems weird. Like why I'd rather yeah. them do it the day after than do it the week an entire week entire before. Because I mean, St. Patrick's Day falling on a Friday isn't awful. Because I right. mean, it's whenever it falls on a Wednesday. That's whenever it like that's the parade and stuff yeah. makes sense. That where it makes sense where you can go yeah. the Saturday before. Yeah. But to do it the whole, mm. not happy about it. Not happy yeah, about that sucks. it. Um, so yeah, haven't had. Uh, I haven't had brunch in that. Uh, I imagine there might be some brunch in plans for perhaps next weekend when the actual yeah. holiday comes around. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, brunch food news. Our favorite basketball team. Your favorite Freeport. basketball team. My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get it twisted. Your favorite basketball team did it's something right that now. just showed you how crappy they are in basketball and the reason why they are crappy in basketball. Maybe in other sports, too. I don't know. Maybe this is a, an ongoing investigation. Um, yeah. Two of the best players on Pitt's basketball team uh, <laughs> came late for breakfast and got what they got they got like they did it couldn't start right or they got suspended for like a first they half were or something 10 minutes 10 minutes late yeah. to team breakfast before mm-hmm. the game during the ACC tournament we're talking about the University of Pittsburgh yeah. uh, the ACC tournament taking place in Brooklyn this week uh, their two star players and seniors were 10 minutes late to <laughs> team breakfast the day of the game so their head coach there's been some uh, new head coach this year so they've been headbutting a little bit trying to adapt to their systems and whatever so the head coach Sat them. They did not start, and they sat for the first 10 minutes of the game. You're 10 minutes late to breakfast. You will sit for the first 10 minutes of the game. First of all, I don't know what the hell these guys are thinking. You should never, never be late for breakfast or brunch. Never. Cardinal rule. Never be late for brunch. Ever. And so that their punishment was, of course, not starting and sitting the first 10 minutes. Didi... If you have a friend show up late to brunch, what's the proper punishment for a late brunch arrival with a, with a, with a not-so-good excuse? Because here's the thing about coming late for brunch, right? It's like it's not so bad if you can sit, but like usually you go to brunch, you have like six, 
people. You got a nice group of people a lot of right. the time when you go to brunch, right? And right. they won't sit you unless your whole group is there. That's true. In a lot of places because they're like, all right, no, we want you to prove that you have all these people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we don't – it's like me and you show up at brunch and then it's like the rest of the crew is it doesn't come for the next 15 minutes. You know, there's – you could lose your table. Yeah. There's a lot of things that could happen in that situation. Like I really think that people should have to – they should have to pay for some kind of like some kind of brunch like appetizer like some brunch beginner like they should have to make they should have to pay for like Ooh. pancakes for the table like interesting some kind of like table plate for brunch they should have to like they should have to pay for if they come late for brunch because like a lot of things can happen when you come late for brunch and i think that's an issue with a lot of people like and i'm not a big fan of people coming late for brunch that happened to me on New Year's Day. I was not happy about people coming late. We almost lost our table. Almost. Yikes. Almost lost our table. But we didn't, and it, everything was all right. But, like, people coming late for brunch, not a big fan of that. I agree. I agree. I like your method. Here's mine, and it's similar to what they did for the pit basketball team. It's going to be based on how many minutes you're late. Oh, okay. Okay? So it's going to be a corner of corner, – let me try this again. You rapping? Kind of a combination of what you said. Got designer on the podcast. Plus this. Yeah. So it based on minutes late. And that determines the price of what you owe to the table. So if you're under five minutes late, there's not a whole lot of things on the menu that are under $5. Mm-hmm. So you're probably okay there. But once you get, yeah, five, six, seven minutes late, that's a brunch appetizer. That's probably the price range, six, seven, eight, nine dollars. Okay. Maybe up to ten brunch appetizer. If you're ten minutes late, ten dollars, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, it goes up. So you're talking a couple of drinks. Or if you're you know, if you're up fifteen, sixteen, seventeen minutes late, that is a mimosa pitcher for the table, Ooh, my friend. I like this. I like this. Okay. It is based varying levels based on how late you are determines what you owe to the table. So you can get away with like, you know, a couple of minutes because there ain't much on the menu for that. But once you hit that five mark and you're into that price range of appetizers and then drinks and then pitchers, if you dare be that late, that's how I settle it. I I mean I like that I like that you a lot that? because as you, you get as you come like twenty minutes late you know what I mean you're Ooh. just kind of waiting for them to come I feel like this turns into a game if it gets yeah. to a certain point because it's like wait you almost don't want them this? to show up yeah you're like how much is this mimosa pitcher like come on I hope they get stuck in the yeah. elevator like let's get let's get this going right we're so close they're like like the mimosa pitcher is like sixteen dollars and they're like you're at like fourteen minutes and you're like. Two more minutes. Come on. Somebody go just somebody go distract them. Please. Just two more minutes. Dude, that would make people run to brunch, to be honest. Nobody wants just to buy to that. It's out. like that's almost like the Jordan. That's almost like the, the Jordan crying meme. Because I always say yeah. that like at the end of games, like when it's close, it's like they don't want that Jordan crying meme. They don't want it. And I'm like, they don't want that mimosa. Mm-hmm. They don't want that mimosa picture. Nobody wants to add that $16 to brunch. No, Ooh. you don't. So it's motivation to get everybody okay. to brunch. So we're going to try to pass that bill. I like that. And make it happen. Let us know at Brunch Breakdown. Hit us up on Twitter. How would you discipline, or how do you? Maybe you have a method already. How do you discipline late friends to brunch? Again, at Brunch Breakdown. Like Hit us that. up. We'll read your uh, your thoughts next time on the, uh, on the next show. So I like that uh, a lot. One other quick little brunch news piece of information. 
our uh, our high school team, Freeport. Oh, the Freeport what's going on girls. With them? The girls basketball team was uh, in this in the state state playoffs for the state of Pennsylvania uh, after they lost the uh, the Western Pennsylvania uh, finals uh, playoff. Not the finals, but they were in the playoff there, so they got a chance to play for the states. Unfortunately, they matched up against the same team that they lost to <laughs> in the previous playoff. That's the worst. Unfortunately, did not go well. If the game was on a weekend, brunch. It's amazing what brunch did for this team. It's amazing what Brunch did for this team, and the schedulers were out to get them because they knew if they scheduled a game on a Saturday or Sunday, they gave the team the opportunity to have Brunch, and they would absolutely win. And they would absolutely win. But you schedule during the week, it's a little tougher to do. So shouts out to Classy Doug Galassi once again for updating us on Freeport. Bro, he's even got a poster. He might, even, he's, he might be hooking me up with a Freeport poster. Dude, which looks dope. Fantastic. So uh, shouts to Freeport once again. We're going to be repping their merch, I can tell you. Uh, soon. I need to get my hands on that. That yellow jacket. That yellow jacket is nasty. I like it. I like it a lot. So, shouts to you, Freeport, for still doing your thing. You'll always be number one in our hearts. Uh, any other brunch news on your ND before we slide down the menu here and get into the, uh, to the meat of the stuff here? No, new, no new brunch news. Let's just get on to, my, to the segment that I can't wait to get into this week. Let's get, let's get going. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the famous, now very famous, Oscars flub. La La Land. And the Academy Award for Best Picture. First of all, first of all, how funny was that though? That was un. I'm. 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 It's. It's late. First of it all, is super get that late. show so we... on time. Get that show on time. <laughs> Come on, it's not that difficult. It's really not. No. So, so uh, first of all, shouts to Jimmy Kimmel. I thought he was great. I, I thought, thought he, he was did really good. Really, I thought, I thought he, he did a, good did a really good job. Um, and then I'm sitting there watching, because honestly, I haven't seen most of these movies. Mm-hmm. I really haven't. But you knew a lot of the buzz going around, and you know, I'm I'm watching them. You know, mostly to see the interactions with with people and the and what Jimmy Kimmel's going to do and things like that. And okay, you know that what movie should I see? This is almost how I judge it. What movie should I see? You tell me, people. What movie should I go see <laughs> if I only had to pick one? So a lot of buzz surrounding La La Land, like most Oscar nominations. Yeah. Uh, and come down to the final one. It's, again, it's late. I mean, at this point, I'm in bed watching it on my TV, getting ready. <laughs> I, I got my finger on the remote. Like as soon as they announce the winner, give the speech. Jimmy Kimmel signs off. Boom, peace. Yeah. And holy hell, the mayhem. Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, just, you blew it. You absolutely <laughs> blew it. We all know by now the controversy with the envelopes, why there were two envelopes. We all know that. But I got to watch this live. I don't think Chris did. So I want, that's what's unfortunate he's not here. I guess I wanted to hear how he found out the next day because I don't think he watched it live. But I imagine you watched it live being on the yeah, West Coast. I watched right? it live. Well, I was home. This was when I was home. This was the day that we recorded the, the last brunch breakdown was the oh, Oscars. That's right. So that's I was right. at home. Yeah. And I'm just home. like on the couch, like basically just, you know, watching it. My, I think my sister was downstairs. Like I'm 
downstairs and I'm just like watching it and then they say La La Land and then like my dad just like goes to bed I'm just sitting there by myself and then all of a sudden like I see that guy in the background with dude with the headset just the headset, moving yeah. stuff around and I like tweet out I was like what is going on right now and yeah, then next, something and I was is like did they what what is going on and then all of a sudden they're just like La La Land. They're like, no, uh, we we lost, guys. We lost. Yeah. Because <laughs> that poor, dude's the poor producer. I love that they gave yeah. their speeches, like, and they were like, oh, but we lost. <laughs> it was one of the funniest Yeah, that was things. unbelievable. He's like, oh, and and, and, and by the way, we lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, I give the them credit things. for it. for handling it, but yeah, you were, I was I was laying in bed. You no, know, I'm I'm ready to go, ready to call tonight. And then I see, yeah, the stage manager going up there. Yeah. shuffling around and i just like reach over and grab my phone and go holy shit something's going on here yeah and i'm like getting ready i'm like dude something is up here and then he goes we lost by the way <laughs> i was like oh no how did this happen was that not one of the most wild things you've ever seen on live television Absolutely. i tried to think of something that was better but like pure live tv a moment like that, I can't think of anything better. Yeah, I can't. It doesn't get any better than that. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, this is like an award show that's broadcast all around the world. Like, the entire world is interested in the Oscars. Like, the entire right. world is interested in the right. Oscars, these movies, these people, everything about it. And it's never happened before, and it happened that night. And, like, I still think it's weird that they have two envelopes of each. I find that to be weird. But yes, and it's it's just weird. That's never happened before. It's crazy that they even saw that they had the wrong envelope, but still read it. That was weird. Like, well, who do you blame? Warren. Baby. That's the thing. Who? What, do you really? I blame Warren. I blame. I Warren. blame Faye. I don't think Faye's getting enough blame here. I blame Warren because Warren knew she something was it. wrong, and the way that yeah. he was doing it, the weird like <laughs> thing, and people were laughing, thinking he was just like being goofy, right. but really he was like basically <laughs> handing like, the grenade to her. Oh like, shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's what he was doing because it was like he was trying to. I think he was trying to get the Oscars' attention, but instead he should have been like, "Wait, yeah. they gave me the wrong envelope. That's all I need to do." Even though that would have been a really funny moment if he would have been like. Hold Still, on, like, gotta go get the right there. envelope. But it would have right. been better than that. And the thing that sucks about it, though, is that Moonlight didn't get their moment because everyone right. was still like right. in the oh, oh, oh my shot. god, that's all you heard over the dude from the dudes from the dude from Moonlight speaking. They didn't get their moment, and that kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you there. Yeah. Um, I blame Faye. I do. I don't think she's getting enough blame okay, here. Okay. I agree with you with what with what Warren should have done. But Faye saw it too. He <laughs> he shows it to her. She looks at it and she goes, La La Land. <laughs> and he's like, Oh shit, what did, what did we just do? What oh, and then God. she did anybody else notice? She she ran off stage. She was gone. Out. She was gone. She wasn't messing around. She was like, I'm out. <laughs> Warren stuck around through there to explain everything like that. Jimmy Kimmel's walking up, the stage manager's there. Faye, nowhere to be found. She was the one. That read it. Yeah, even though he kind of threw her the grenade, she looked right at it and and without like without even like flinching, no, she said La La Land. She saw La La Land and was like, that's it, and dipped. So, I mean, <laughs> it was what it was disaster. interesting. It was wild. Hilarious. Um, yeah, it was wild. I have a feeling they're not going to have two envelopes for each next year. I think they're just going to have one, and that's how it should be. Yeah, well, both of those... Both of those people, both the main guy from whatever the accounting firm is that was in charge of the envelopes and his assistant were both 
They weren't fired. They were both relieved of those duties for the Oscars. They don't yeah. work for the Oscars anymore yeah. um, during that. But that's – you have to bring Warren and Faye back next year, though. Yeah, you have you to. You have to bring you them back. Right. Got to bring them back. Right? It's like yeah. a Steve Harvey thing. You have to bring him back. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be hilarious to, to see what they do with that. But that was wild. That uh, – yeah, that, that gives me a good idea for, for a sound clip, which we hope to, to implement here soon, <laughs> which I told you about a little earlier, is that – Anytime, any, anytime anybody says anything stupid, I'm just going to say La La Land. That's just it. That's just all it is. Just this, a little clip of La Faye La Dunaway Land. going, La La Land. That's it. <laughs> I stole that from somebody else, but I don't really care. That's what you have to um, do. La La Land. La La Land. Anytime somebody gives a stupid take, La La Land. I like it. I like it. I'm um, so in for it. All right. La La Land. <laughs> so that's for the uh, future. We had that in store. So we had to touch on that since... Uh, it happened literally the night that we last released the episode. But yeah. Of course, we've got something else to get to oh, here. Happens this We're week. We're anxious to that we get to every week. Can't wait. It's that segment. Ladies and gentlemen, hit the music. That's right, a Bachelor recap. Here we are again. I can't believe how intense I am about this show. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know what so it is. happy we've pulled you in. You pulled me. I'm hooked. I'm freaking hooked, and I'm, I'm not proud about it. Uh, so much so that I like. I think, like I said with Chris, he doesn't watch it live on Mondays, and neither do I typically. So I literally, I'm, I'm, I'm gone off of social media like all day Tuesday until I can watch it. No spoilers, because you get spoiled. Yeah, well, see, um, do you know what sucks for me is that like I do watch the show on on Mondays because my girlfriend has to do, she has to do like a Bachelor recap like for TMZ. So like she has yeah. to watch it that night. She but the thing is, the show's not live. On the East Coast. It's not live on the West Coast. It's live, live on the East yeah, Coast. Right. So, like, I can, I literally have to stay off social media because people just completely blow the whole thing for me. So, I, so after, like, 5 o'clock, like, yeah. West Coast time, you're, you're, you're off I gotta for, like, the whole night. I got to be Because you have to watch it. Luckily, I don't, luckily, I usually work on Monday nights, so I am... So I can like not watch it. So it's like I get home at nine. I'm like, and I can. It's easy to stay. It's easier to stay off of social media, um, doing that. But no, it sucks. Right. And like this whole finale thing is really going to suck because like I'm gonna literally have to just. There's no. I I have to stay off because I have I to can't stay off find of out. I need. I don't. I don't. I don't no. know. Which speaking of again, very thankful now that we know we are down to Vanessa oh, and Raven. Which means no spoilers. Rachel sent home at number three this past uh, episode. Uh, we've got two really to, to recap, but the, the most recent one, Rachel going home at three. Yeah, we knew she wasn't going to win, but we wasn't mm-hmm. sure. We weren't sure if she was going to finish two or finish three. And yeah. I was, I felt, I felt kind of bad because I was rooting for her to go home. Because I didn't want the, the, the finale to be spoiled. Well, yeah, like you knew that wasn't good. so. It was like I, we went in last week's episode sucked like really bad because you knew she was going home. Because it was like I knew that I was like, there's no way that they were going to have a finale with Rachel and this girl because then it's like, you know who wins or Nick's not choosing anybody. 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. So yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, so it was like you would know what would happen in the finale. And so I was just like, there's no way that she is that she's second. So this past episode was just kind of like, all right, let's let's get to the finale. Just kind of weird because you knew you know that Rachel wasn't winning this thing. Right, right, exactly. So we had the shorter episode two weeks ago, which a one hour episode, which was a little bit refreshing, yeah. to be honest with you. It was nice. The one hour of the uh fantasy suite started with Raven, and then we got the other two this past week as well, with the of course the um the women tell all episode, which we're gonna get to in yes, a second. We will. But um boy oh boy, yeah, it's uh it's been wild and interesting to see where this is all come along. Again, we're down to Vanessa and Raven, and I want to update us, everybody, on our standings that we had. Again, a couple of weeks ago, we picked our final six in order we thought they were going to finish. You get one point if the person you pick in sixth uh, goes out in that order, two points for fifth, three points for four, all the way up, and then, of course, six points if you get the winner correct, if there is a winner, I guess. Does anyone Um, have Vanessa or Raven? Chris and I both have Vanessa. Oh. Okay. Look at you So Chris guys. and I both have Vanessa winning. Uh, yeah, you had Daniel M. who was sent home a long time ago. Dude, but I was close. <laughs> like, your, your, your reasoning was, was sound. It really was. And it was the reason she went home. That's what makes me mad is that like, yes. my reasoning for her winning she was, was the reason she went home because she was Absolutely. boring as hell. And I was like, Nick's boring. They should be together. Absolutely. Um. So Chris and I actually both have Chris, Vanessa winning, and we actually both okay. have Christina in second. <laughs> so no points to be gained Yeah, there. that was a big mess up for um, you guys. I don't know why you guys thought Christina was going to go that far. They weren't doing home she visits. She should have. They weren't doing home visits in Russia, man. Like, they just they weren't going she's to Russia. She's not from Russia. She's from Kentucky. Dude, they weren't going to Russia for home visits. Sorry, it wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. Kentucky. Nah, man. They weren't going to, her, nah, they weren't going to Russia for home visits. I feel bad for her. I do. I do. I thought she deserved so a you, better shot. You need to scoop that up, man. I, you're telling me. you to scoop that up. Steel City Driveway. <laughs> Steel City Driveway. Nick, hook it up. I should have just been at the, the tell-all show. Yeah, dude. Um, but uh, uh, but uh, again, again, to update on the standings, uh, no real points gained, although you get credit, credit because you did pick Corinne going home at four. Yeah. You did pick that right, which got you three points. So your st- current standings are, Didi, you have five points. You are leading with five points. Absolutely. In second place is Chris, still with one point. And you're damn right I'm in last place with a big fat zero. Wow. However, however, the maximum points you can get is still just five. You are maxed out. Yeah. You were finishing with five. The maximum points I can finish with is six if Vanessa wins. She's not winning. The ma- the maximum points that Chris can finish with is seven. Also, if Vanessa wins, Vanessa's so there is literally winning. no, there is no, there is no way I can win. It's down to you and Chris to see who can win, and it's all going to be on whether or not uh, Vanessa wins. I I picked her a couple weeks ago to win. I think I've changed my mind. I think it's going to be Raven. It's I think Raven. you sound the same. It's going to be Raven, and I have That's thought so it was going to be Raven for a long time. Like, yeah. it seems like it was kind of obvious that Raven is going to win this thing. I don't know why. She's been gaining. She's been the only one that keeps gaining every time that they're together. Like, Vanessa, there's been issues. Rachel, there's been issues. Hash slash we knew. Uh, Corinne is just a nutcase. So you knew something was going to come up at 
at some point with all of them. But with Raven, it's just been gaining the whole time. Dude. Corinne, by the way. Corinne. Let's talk about Corinne. Let's talk about Corinne. Leaving hurt me. She cried. Hurt her too. It hurt me Were you, a lot, actually. Were you surprised of when it happened, even though you picked it right? Were you surprised that she wasn't final three? Yeah, no. No, no, no. No. I knew the final okay. three were good. I knew the final. I knew she wasn't getting to the final three. No. I knew she wasn't getting to the final three. And I knew that's when that's when Corinne was going to bow out. Because I knew Corinne wasn't going to be the one. But, like, I'm super happy that they did four home visits. And yeah. she and we got to see Corinne's family. We got to see Corinne for an extra episode. That made me right. happy because I didn't because the reason I picked four is because they usually only do three home visits, not four. So I picked her to go fourth because I was like, they're not going to go home with Corinne. I'm happy they did that. So shouts okay. to the producers of The Bachelor for saying we've got gold with Corinne. We have to right. go home. So that was I mean, but I was hurt. I was hurt because, I mean, she was must see TV. You know what I mean? The rest of these girls are out here trying to find love. Corinne was out here trying to win the game. She might have loved Nick, but, you know, Corinne knew how to play the game. And it was it was sad to miss. But the thing was, she might have had the best, like, um, limo ride in Bachelor history. Oh, yeah. She may have had the best limo ride in Bachelor history. Like, she was just like, yeah, forget you guys. I'm going to sleep. She was. Like, just back to the naps. Yeah. Back to the naps with Pretty Corinne. Great. She was like, I'm out. I'm drained. It was pr- um, it was pretty amazing, but I mean, shouts to Corinne, like who I still think should be the Bachelorette, but because I need I, more. Corinne. I've been saying that for like the first time we did this Ugh. is that she'll be the she won't win, but she'll be the Bachelorette, Ugh. and I'm a, it's unfortunate that won't be the case, but it's gonna be it's gonna be something because like basically answered what she said in that limo. She's like, I'm sick of chasing guys. Yeah, guys need to start coming after me. It's like, well, I mean, that would be perfect. She went out like with a bang. Like guys need to start chasing me. Like I'm good enough. Blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, Corinne, yeah. you go, Corinne. And then she was like, like you do you, Corinne. And then she was like, forget you guys. I'm going to sleep. And I was like, it was great. Classic Corinne right it, there, man. It was great. Yeah. It really was. So sad to see her go. But I think yeah, Nick may have been a little scared to have her uh, in a fantasy suite. That could have been burning down the house i don't know what would have happened there so um whew. oh dude yeah, raven yo, and the Nick, orgasms like, dude how all right here's the raven whoa, the orgasms how do we that the freaking fantasy suite um in the orgasms she goes yeah i've never had an orgasm before and i was like that sucks for your last boyfriend <laughs> because they're because like you know like all the people in like her hometown in arkansas they probably none of them have probably left that place and they all know this dude in regardless with social media everybody knows who raven dated back in the day like they know this girl they know him they know he dated back in the day and then she says this on national television like that right there would make me want to kill someone absolutely like i would absolutely there is no bigger diss to someone than that and you said that on national television that i was so surprised to hear that like she's been you know national tv man not real open to, you know insane and then say something like that was just wild and then they opened up the next episode like not exactly telling all yeah of what happened but like they have this like all this b-roll of her just like dancing around Dude. and like petting puppies and kissing babies and all this stuff like smiling i was just like okay Dude. this is overkill this is overkill um Dude. all right so we both think Raven's going to win. Now, here's the thing. The big issue with Vanessa has been, like, family traditions and, and that type of stuff slash where are they going to live. 
it's not just like town and state, it's country. Yeah, that's why it's not going to be Vanessa. Like Nick's like that's why Nick's like it's I'm kind of proud to be an American. I was like, "Oh man, here we go. Dude. This is where it's going to be tough." But here's the other thing. Here's the flip Vanessa. side of that. They haven't he hasn't had that conversation with Raven yet. She owns a boutique shop shop in Arkansas. Is she just going to leave yeah. that and, and follow Nick? He ain't moving there. Yes. He is not moving there. He's yes. moving to Montreal before he moves to he's Arkansas. He's not moving to – he's not – that's the thing. Like, if he picks Vanessa, he has to move to Montreal because her family is crazy. Like, I don't know how yeah. <laughs> you – I mean, uh, Vanessa is like – I mean, she looks amazing in a bathing suit. I will tell you that. Um, oh, for sure, for I, sure. For my sure. whole thought process changed of Vanessa whenever they were on some boat or whatever the hell they were on one of the episodes. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, hey, Vanessa, you are something. But then That's her I've been family you for is weeks. terrible. They're like, you're moving to Montreal, Crazy. right? You're moving back to Montreal, right? No. No, no. Like, and I get her job would be – I don't know whose job is harder to leave. Obviously, Vanessa has a pretty uh, – I don't want to use the word particular, but she's got a pretty like, unique and special job. And she's got you – know, she's, she's tied to her students that way. And she's an amazing Raven person. Raven owns that boutique shop. Yeah. Vanessa's not so, – she's not picking Vanessa, dude. It's Raven. It's Raven. It's Raven. Uh, it's, that's that's so Raven. It's Raven. Uh, all right, we both pick Raven. Uh, we don't have Katie's corner, mm. unfortunately. Damn, we should have called into Chris to get Katie's corner or something to see. Yeah, that's what we should have. If got. she's still going, Vanessa. If she's going to go, Vanessa or uh, I'm gonna we're gonna do this live. We're gonna do this live right now. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna text him. And see, if she still thinks, it's Vanessa or Raven. Um, but you and I both lean towards Raven for that. Okay, so oh, uh, and then quickly the this is again my first bachelor season. So like these viewing crashing parties and like at the sorority house, that was wild. That was that was absolutely wild. <laughs> like holy hell, I can't believe I had no idea this many people had like that many people over together and like had these balloons and shit that were like yeah. watching like having these viewing parties it's insane it's intense i was like whoa it easy it's not even the finale and they're no. watching episodes from like weeks ago yeah like this, this wasn't was... this week's episode that they were watching no. obviously no 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 like, this was back of like this was like taylor corinne they were watching dude. like back on the back on the island dude it's wild this it's wild unbelievable unbelievable so um yeah and speaking of the the girls tell all episode did you get anything from that uh, Corinne and, and Taylor can't bury the hatchet Which is as much fine. as they tried. They can't. You know what? It's whatever. You know what I took from that is that everybody in the house liked Corinne. That's oh, what yeah, I that was surprising. That. There were a lot of girls standing up for her. Everybody liked right? Corinne in the house. Like, none of them hated Corinne. They were all just like, yeah, like, we just thought you were young, but like, we all liked Corinne in the house. Like, Corinne was funny. Like, they all have those, like, funny videos of them, like, all the bloopers were them, like, doing weird shit with Corinne, or, like, funny stuff with Corinne, and, like, they all really didn't like Taylor. They were all, like, no, like, you walked around with your nose up, right. didn't talk to anybody, whatever, but, like, the whole house liked Corinne. I thought that was interesting, because the way they, you know, the way they edit everything and make everything for TV was, like, Corinne was the villain, and nobody liked Corinne, but, like, the whole mm -hmm. house was, like, no, like we like Corinne. And I thought that was yeah. I thought that was interesting because like I love Corinne so much and I was like <laughs> and Corinne was the reason I watched the show and and I thought that was interesting just cuz the way they make it look on TV like everybody hated Corinne like this was going to be everybody bash Corinne during this tell all mm -hmm. and that's just not what it was. Like it was like no, like 
everybody was down with Corinne. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that really, really was. Yeah. Um, you had Liz. You, it was also amazing to see how many people, how many like girls rallied in around Liz, who we haven't seen in a long, long time. Obviously, her connection to knowing Nick prior to, and like the girls were real supportive of her with that, and like, like you know, like a very supportive type of way. That kind of caught me by surprise yeah. too. You didn't see much of that. Of course, Liz Liz wasn't there for very long, sure. so. Wasn't real sure about that, but uh, next week's uh, I've got a message out to, to to Katie. I hope to get something in soon by the end of this episode to see what her pick is. So um, we'll move on to another another topic. But you and I are both going to go go with uh, that's so Raven to to finish <laughs> it up into win to take it home. What are we got like a three hour finale? Like my uh, goodness gracious, too long. Yeah, I don't know about this. Um, it seems like it's you agree that he's not going away with he's not going to walk away with nothing. I don't know, man. He might. You're not sure? He might, but I think Raven's gonna be the one. I think Raven yeah. I think Raven's gonna be the one. And that's that's what it is. I'm not a big Raven fan. I haven't been a fan of Raven since like the I know, very I first don't know episode. Why. Like the first episode she said like I'm from Arkansas, family faith in football, and I was like, I'm out. You gotta go. You gotta go. Like I'll She's a little too yeah. She's a little too south for me, but I, I totally get it. She's fun. She's extremely fun yeah. to be around. But I was like I know, like I like I hung out with her last week. <laughs> saying it like i freaking know but when she said family faith in football i was like i'm out like get out of here go go somewhere go just get out of here like but can't have it but yeah just just get out of here all right well we could talk about literally the bachelor all for day. an hour <laughs> all day all day uh obviously we'll recap the finale when we get there in brunch 30 but we must move on down the menu we go we're gonna get to topic number get four here quick we could, some of these will be a little quicker than others, yeah. Uh, the New York Knicks played a first half of a basketball game this past week with no in-game entertainment, no videos, no, no you know, sound, no music played uh, that they have you know, dur- in, during the game itself. Was it, Didi, did you like this? It was sort of, they were kind of calling it like the natural sound. They wanted it, the natural environment, the pure environment of basketball. What did you think of this idea? Stupid. <laughs> Unbelievably stupid. Like when people say the pure form of basketball, what does that even mean? What like does when that people mean? say the purest form of sports, like what does that even mean? Like I, I don't, I don't understand. Like I don't understand what that means when people say that. And like, no, I hate this no entertainment thing. Like I don't like your team entertainment all the way. Yeah, I'm all entertainment. Like I like music during games. I like the in-game entertainment. I like that stuff. Do I find it to be sometimes annoying? Yes, I do find it sometimes to be annoying, but, like, those are only a couple times. Like, because when you're at, like, a Penguins game, it's like the Pizza Hut power play. And then, like, yeah. and, and after you see it too many times, like, by the time the third period comes around, you're like, all right. Like, like I get oh, it. Like, gosh. the Powerball power play. Like, we get it by this time. But, We've like, won three pizzas. We don't need any more. But it's like the amount of times that I get annoyed are nowhere near as much fun as I have when it's happening. You know what I mean? I like the dance contest because there, there are stoppages in play. Like, that's the thing. There are timeouts. Like, during timeouts in that game, it's just silent. People don't know what to do. Right. And you're just like, I, I like it this other way much better than I do this way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, – right. it's, it's fine. Like, if you don't like it, whatever. But, like, it, puts, it creates filler. Like, when, you have, when you're watching a game on TV, you get commercials. You go to your fridge. You do whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're at a game, you're just at the game. Like – Right. Give me no. Like it, it's stupid. And actually, since this airs on Sunday, I can say this. I talked to Rachel Nichols this week 
from ESPN. Oh, right. And I asked her about this, and she said she hates it too. Oh, good. She said she absolutely good. hates it too. It's a good stupid. Shouts to Rach- Rachel yeah, Nichols. So shouts to um, Rachel Nichols. Shouts to Rachel Benetta from Fox Sports. Hey. Shouts to her, okay. bro. She's been killing it. She's been highlighted in a couple of things. I know she does a lot of soccer stuff, which I don't watch a lot of soccer stuff, but she killed it on Garbage Time Super Bowl week. She's she's tremendous. She's tremendous. Uh, I think this is a stupid idea too. Yeah. It, like they even like I even you you saw a clip of it, a video clip of it. I heard an audio clip of it. It just sounds ridiculous. Like stupid. It seems like there's more negative feedback this from, from positive feedback. Oh. Uh, uh, it, it's it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. It's. The pure element of the game, okay. Like, I think in baseball, every once in a while, they'll do, like, a silent inning where they'll do something like this. And occasionally, I've even been to, like, what they call, like, a throwback game where there's minimal sound. They don't use video graphics. They put up, like, a video graphic that looks like an old-time scoreboard. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, they don't do the t- same type of promotions. There's no T-shirt cannon. And that wasn't fun. <laughs> it wasn't. It really no. wasn't. I mean, the teams wore old jerseys, which was kind of cool to see, but, like, the in-game environment. I've worked in in-game entertainment. It was my first job out of college. Just what I went to college for was promotions and marketing mm-hmm. and in-game entertainment was a big part of that. And to see it just like evaporated up for a half of basketball was 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 not cool. And a lot and the players didn't like it either. No. The players didn't like it either. They said they threw off the like the 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 way that the game flows. So yeah. the New York Knicks are doing all sorts of wrong yeah. nowadays. <laughs> and if you get a chance to um and if you get a chance to like check out what Draymond Green said, or if you heard it, or whatever, right. like what he said was like completely right. He's like, people have worked really hard to 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 make this in-game entertainment like thing work, like to make it work. People have like worked so hard to create all these things that you that now we take for granted at games. Like they just happen. Like we know when you go to a game, it's just gonna happen. And they're like, lots of people mm-hmm. worked hard for this, and like to make this the way it is, it's like, why would you just completely just like basically crap on? everything these people have built you know right like it's some bad thing and i'm like no it's absolutely a great thing especially in baseball good god there's oh, no man, in-game need... entertainment in baseball like for what why am i there like right ugh, oh good. you definitely need it in baseball god. so nice job nicks you continue to fail and i know chris <laughs> probably isn't happy about us yeah. saying that although Knicks tape our lakers aren't our Lakers aren't getting it done on the court necessarily. No, they aren't. Either. But off but the court, the... they're having some fun. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll move down the menu here. See, we're getting through. Yeah, we're, we're making it happen. We're, we're making it. it happen. Look at us. Look at us doing our thing. Uh, the new Beauty and the Beast movie. Yeah. Coming out this Comes week. First Friday. of all, are you, are, are you going to go see it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to go see it. So I'm going to go see yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know exactly when. I don't think I'm going to go see it opening weekend or whatever. But, like, I'm going to go see it. Um, uh, Ariana Grande and John Legend's Beauty and the Beast is um, is decent. Um, and that's cool. We got a listener comment from, what, the video? I didn't get a chance to see it. But what's Ariana Grande wearing or something like that? Uh, it's, Didn't we get a listener comment from that? Yeah, we did. And it's weird. but uh, She looks like a what? You got to check it out. You have to watch it. She, I don't know what. Because... Yeah, because we had a listener say something about it, but like I don't know what that means, what she says, but I know that like <laughs> yeah, like it's her dress, like the you know the graphics in the video do make her look weird. I don't know what the deal is, but um, it didn't bother me that much when I saw it, so I don't know. But you have to check so it. So she looks like a loofah. Looks like a loofah. I mean, yeah, like a like a like a shower loofah. 
I gotta I see this. I can't believe I, I haven't mean, seen like, this yet. I didn't think that, but like you know, maybe you know, maybe if I watch it again, she does look like that. But all right, I'm, I'm gonna have to look. I, I mean, I'm not crazy excited for the movie, anyways. To be honest, I'm just not. Like, no, no, I'm really not. I'm not a big fan of the live action remakes. I'm not a big fan of them. Um, I don't know why. It's like always something about them that I just don't necessarily like. And, Interesting. And I don't know how much I'm going to be hyped about Emma Watson playing Belle. Because I like Beauty and the Beast. Like, the animated Disney movies I love. And I grew up on yeah. those movies. You know what I mean? Like, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, stuff like that. I grew up on those movies. So, like, when I see the live action people and what they, you know, who they cast is, like, Cinderella. Um, and I was like, eh, not really. Wasn't really feeling it. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. but Dude, I love, I love Emma Watson, though. Emma Watson's great. I do think, and I think she's going to be great in it. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm going to see it. It'll be whatever. But the big thing about Beauty and the Beast everyone's talking about is that uh, I guess guess Lumiere is uh, going to be gay in this one. Yeah, and people are having a problem with this. Is that right? Yes, people people are are, like up in arms. Played by uh, Josh Gad, who's brilliant, by the way. Josh Gad is brilliant. But yeah, get over it, people. Yeah, I just. Get over it. I just don't understand, guys. Like, it's not ruining – just – it's 2017, like, okay? Get over this. We should not be getting mad over this still. No. Like, Gosh. it blows my mind that people are still mad, and especially in a movie that is a girl falling in love with a buffalo. <laughs> like – Beauty and the buffalo. Like, that's what this is. Um. Like, a girl gets lost and falls in love with a buffalo. And we're getting mad yeah, who because knows what hap- yeah. one, a candlestick, by the way, is gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what and we're what, getting the, mad about. The scene, is like, the scene is like he dances with another male character. Yeah. And like, there's like a – obviously, we haven't seen it yet, but it's, it's nothing like super intense no. about it. But it's – come on, people. No. Come on. It let's, let's get over this. It blows my type mind, of... dude. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, I just don't. I, I don't a understand A candlestick, people. by the way. A candlestick. We're mad because a girl falls. We're in a movie where a girl falls in love with a buffalo. There's a talking candlestick. That's gay. That might be the. Uh, I'm writing that down. A candlestick, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, people, we need to, we need to get, over this. get over we it. We need to, yeah, come on, let, let, let's go. Go see it. Don't boycott the movie. It's go so see stupid. it. Don't. No, so everyone's come going on. to see this damn movie. They are. It's going to make uh, Speaking so of much that, money. though, your favorite Disney movie before we try to move on to another topic here. <sighs> oh, man. My favorite Disney Tough movie, uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid for me has the best music, the best songs. Ooh. Okay. Under the Sea still, still, still goes hard. It does. It does. Um, mine is – I go back and forth between Mary Poppins and Peter Pan, but Ooh. I lean towards Mary Poppins because I think the music okay. in Mary Poppins okay. is is unbeatable. Mary Poppins. I do. Great. Great. Shouts, shouts to MP. Shouts to Mary Poppins. Are they remaking that? Maybe. I don't know. I think they are. Oh, that's right. They are remaking that because what's-his-face is a part of it. Um, um, Hamilton, dude. Um, what's-his-face? Uh, oh, Lynn. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, yeah he's got, like, a heavy hand in that, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, 2018 is when that's set to come okay. out. I'm literally doing a lot of stuff 
on the on the go here. Yeah, and then Lion King they, is getting a live action remake. Oh, too. Meryl Streep's in it. Gosh, damn it! Oh, come, on. how are you hating on Meryl? She's. I, I this is this is a hot take right oh, here. here we I go. do not care for Meryl Streep wow. in anything. Wow. What's up, President Trump? I didn't know you were on the podcast. How you doing? <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I don't like her at all. I think she's overrated. I think she's a phony wow. baloney, as Jerry Seinfeld once said famously. Um, the only thing I liked her in was Kramer versus Kramer, which is you know a movie from the seventies, <laughs> which is great. I I did enjoy the movie. I think she's oh man, like be a little humble for crying out loud. She's 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 trash. I'm sorry. There it is. Hot take. Wow. I'm gonna let a lot of hate for this. I really don't care. I don't like Meryl Streep. I, I don't. Am- Wow. Quit, like, don't be shocked every time you get nominated for an award. Stop it. Stop it. I was, I was like, when Jimmy Kimmel was making jokes about that during the Oscars, I was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Dude. So, my goodness gracious. Who's Topsy? She plays Topsy in that movie. Uh, is that the... Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know who that is. Oh, real quick. Got an update from Katie. Katie's Corner. Oh. She's still picking Vanessa. She's still picking Vanessa. She's still picking Vanessa. Okay. There it is. Uh, Emily Blunt is playing Mary Poppins, which, yes, thank you, sir. May I have another? I will take that <laughs> any day of the week. John Krasinski, you lucky bastard, you. My God. Um, all right. So, yeah, Mary Poppins is it for, uh, for me. All right. We're a little over an hour. What do we want to hit here? Uh, let's see. What last thing? Oh, dude. Okay, I have to talk about this because I was watching the Food Channel, one of those channels yeah. where they cook. Cooking Channel, Food Channel, one of those channels they cook, and discovered two things. There is a show called Brunch at Bobby's, talking about Bobby Flay. That oh, it's is great. pretty great. I did not know that existed. Amazing stuff. And then Kelly Kapowski, aka Tiffany Amber Thiessen, has a cooking right. show that I guess has been on for three or four years called Dinner at Tiffany's. And it is pretty amazing, too. And it had me thinking, guys, had me thinking. What celebrity needs a cooking show? Because now you have Martha Stewart and Snoop. They have their show, which is highly entertaining. Um, They have their show, which is great. And, like, I'm like, what celebrity now needs a cooking show? That's a tremendous question. I do need to catch that show uh, with uh, T.A.T., as I like to call her. She's still fine, though. By the way, like Tiffany. Amber oh, I, I don't doubt it. Still, boy, I don't doubt. Still. I don't doubt that one bit. Kelly is. Still I do not doubt fine. that one bit. Um, I'm like, I think that was my, I my think first crush I, got, in life was Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that was yeah, the first. Yeah, it was girl between that, her. It was between her and the Pink Power Ranger. Oh, that's a good one. Which they also remade. I didn't, that movie's oh, coming that out at the end of this weeks. month. That comes out in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, I was man. not ready. I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was like that ready. Yeah, man. Um, I think Shaq and Charles Barkley would make one hell of a duo on a cooking show. Uh, oh, my God. Brunch with Shaq and Charles. Oh, wow. Talk to me about that. How great would that be? Brunch with Shaq and Charles? Like, I don't even want them to cook, though. I just want them to eat and talk. And just talk. Yeah. Yeah. And just talk. Yeah. We don't need them to necessarily no. cook, but just talk about. I want them to go to different <laughs> places and order and then just talk and eat. Right? They'll probably spit all over each other. Right. That's, I think that would be amazing television. Wow. I really do. Dude, that's a good one. I think one. that would be amazing television. Now, yeah, they don't necessarily have to cook, but here's somebody that, well, I don't know if they can cook, but it would be <laughs> funny to see 
and she deserves a shot at hosting a television show. And I know you're going to support this one. Someone we just talked about a couple of minutes ago. I think Corinne would make one hell of oh. a Food Network sh- show host. Oh, wow. Right? I dropped that one on you. Big time. Dude, Corinne. Dude, she needs to do something. And, like, I right. think a cooking show might be her lane. Like, she's going to teach everybody how to make cheesy pasta. <sighs> dude. <laughs> like, her and, uh, what's, what's the nanny's name again? Oh, what was the nanny's name? Like. Ra- Raquel. Oh, man, Raquel. 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 Yeah. It. Yeah. Like Corinne and Raquel, like just a cooking show. And like, like Raquel's like trying to teach Corinne and she's like trying to teach us uh-huh. how to make cheesy pasta and stuff. I think it'd be amazing television. Must see TV. That would be great. That would be so great. So I dare you to Trump either of those. Oh, I didn't mean to say Trump. Dude, I. <laughs> well, you sounded like him the way you were talking about Meryl Streep being overrated. He has famous tweets talking about Meryl Streep. So, um, but no, I was thinking like. I was at Wingstop last night, and I don't know if you know this, but Wingstop, amazing wing place. It's like it's amazing wing place, and it's a chain. And there's uh, there's some in the, there's like a lot in the south. And there's some out here, and there's a bunch just like scattered over. Well, Rick Ross mm-hmm. owns a bunch of them, like a bunch of them. It's famous that he owns okay. a ton of them, and uh, got okay. in super early, and because he like loved the way they like their lemon pepper wings, right? So I'm eating them last night, and I was like, in the way that Rick Ross talks about food. I don't know if you've ever heard Rick Ross talk about food, but the way he does. I don't, I can't say I have. <laughs> the way he talks about it, it just makes you wish he had a cooking show because he talks about, he can say anything and he can say anything about food. It just makes you like, wow. Like the way he talks about lemon pepper wings makes it seem like okay. lemon pepper wings are like. I, like I don't know, like God anointed them. Like they are the they wow. are the best thing okay. on earth. That's what you need somebody to be able to to pump and, up your food like that. Yeah, and it's just like the way he talks about certain things. Because the reason why I've heard Rick Ross talk is like Rick Ross's weight fluctuates, right? So I feel like anytime an album cycle yeah. comes with Rick Ross, it's like someone talking about his weight, and he's talking about like what his like what he had his like chefs make for him, and this is what he mm-hmm. did to lose the weight, and the way that he talks about just normal things, like. He, I swear Rick Ross could say, like, baloney and make it sound like it is the best thing on earth. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's just, I'm telling you, like, Rick Ross, like, I will find a clip for you and send, and send it out on the Brunch Breakdown page because you just have to listen to Rich, Rick Ross talk about food. He needs his own cooking show. I think he needs one. All right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, and to our listeners, any recommendations you would have for a celebrity that needs their own cooking show, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. At Brunch yeah. Breakdown. Be sure to uh, get us on those mediums. And, and again, we'll try to read those on the next and show. And also the Billy on the uh, – what's his name? Is it Billy on the Street? Is that what that show's called? Yeah, Billy on the Street with uh, – what the hell is that dude's name? Yeah, Billy Eichner. I think that's his name. Where he just basically like runs up on people and screams at them. And it's like, what the hell you're tell talking me about. this question. Da-da-da. And he's just like hilarious. What network is that on? Dude, it's the funniest thing. It's called Billy on the Street. It's like a, it's like a game show, sort of, but like it's on True TV. But it's super funny. And you've on seen True this TV. guy on other things. Like he's he like acts and he's like been in like bit parts and other shit and like a bunch of shows and stuff. But like mm-hmm. he's it it would be funny to watch him like scream oh, yeah. at somebody else cooking. Like it would be funny to see him just I like, like it. scream at somebody while they're cooking. Okay. But, yeah. uh, I'm looking at some images here. I definitely know who that yeah. is. I'm going to have to check that out. True TV. Yeah. Shouts to you. Yeah. Billy on the street right. having a cooking show. So Billy in the kitchen, that is the show that I pitch also. 
You got the title down and everything. DM. Beautiful. DM. DM. Pew. TM Don't for take that. that TV. We're executive producers of all of these shows, TM, I see by you, the way. Carolla. I know you're in there. Don't steal yeah. my idea. <laughs> I up? see you, Adam AC. AC, he likes the brunch yeah, breakdown. Yeah, Adam Carolla. He's like our biggest, uh, he's our biggest fan, I think. Yes, we appreciate him and, uh, and what he, we can only uh, strive to be Very true. anywhere close to what uh, he does in the world that we, uh, that we live in, in this medium. <laughs> all right. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Uh, what we're listening what to. What we're listening for, to. Boom. I appreciate you doing that because I really don't want to add any more production to this <laughs> You're thing. You're welcome, man. You're welcome. Um, so that's on you every week. So we appreciate uh, what we're listening to, that theme music by the one and only <laughs> Daniel Dudley. Appreciate you. Uh, now, Didi. Yes. You didn't release last week's playlist. I did not. And you have a reason. It. You have a reason. I have a reason. Apparently. Let the people know what, what do you in, what, do, what do you have in store for them? Because this sounds like it could be somewhat epic. When the brunch breakdown drops, there will be a super mega, like four week playlist of nothing but jams, nothing but hit after hit, nothing but. So songs you're telling them it's, it's available right now as they're listening. It's available right now. It is now. happening. It's on right now on Spotify, okay. Apple Music, Sounds of Brunch. It's there right now. All of the songs we've talked about for the last month, basically, it will be there. That's going to be huge. huge. That's going to be a, a, a monster playlist, huge. and that's going to that's going to get you uh, kick started uh, through your St. Patrick's Day festivities. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're we're almost into spring. Next time we talk, we'll be. Uh, I don't even know what day it is. Well, yeah, we'll be into spring by the next time yeah. we talk. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 tremendous. That's tremendous. We look forward to that. So we're going to have our songs from last week on there. And, of course, what we're listening to this week. Didi, you want to kick things off to uh, let the people know what's been going through your ears. Oh, man, dude. I have so much. I have so much. I know. Mine much. is lengthy. Mine's lengthy. Dude, a lot of stuff We have happened. enough to make up for, for Chris. We have enough because we don't have anything from uh, Chris, obviously. But between you and I, I think we have enough to cover yes, all three of us. There's a lot. And actually, uh, I, and here's a song that Chris may actually like. Uh, it's, called, it's by The Rex. It's called Favorite Liar. You heard this? Yes. Yes. I have heard this. See, yeah. It came, I guess it came out a while back, and I heard it on it like Alt Nation, like yeah. the other day, and I was like, I don't know what the song is, but I like it. Came out a while it's ago. Good. I was like, I, you know, and I added it to my, you know, playlist and whatnot, and I love it. So it's on there. It's it's great. So uh, make sure you check out okay. "Favorite Liar" by uh, by the Rex. Uh, Frank Ocean last night put out a song called "Chanel." Um, pretty great song. Don't know why it wasn't on the album, but I, who knows yeah. why it wasn't on the album Blonde, but it's good. He put it out on his Apple Music, uh, his Beats 1 radio show that uh, some artists like have where they like curate their own playlists and they have like interviews in between. Well, he just literally played this song in a bunch of different versions for like an hour last night at like, I want to say it was like midnight West Coast time or maybe 10 o'clock West Coast time, something like that. Wow. It was like... In the middle yeah. of last night, just all of a sudden, my timeline blew up saying, like, new Frank Ocean. And uh, there's a version with ASAP Rocky that's really good. So hopefully I'll be able to put one of these on the playlist because we'll, we'll see what happens. So whatever it's going to be, it's, it's awesome. Um, Nicki Minaj, uh, she finally put out some new music um, after the whole Remy Ma beef and everything that's been going on with that that right. I think is just kind of stupid. But, like... She put out some new music. She put out a song called I Changed It with Lil Wayne. Really good song. Regrets in Your Tears, which is, in, which is actually my favorite of the songs she released on Thursday night. And uh, No Frauds. No Frauds might no be frauds, like dude. 
the anthem of 2017. Like, just it's great. That the this the chorus of that song is just infectious. Like, you're just walking around. I don't you know frauds, and you're just like it's so good. It's just so good. Like, I can't wait to just be somewhere and just play that song loud and just. Like, that's going to be a song that's played at Coachella a ton. A ton. Oh, yeah. A ton. That song's going to be played at Coachella. Which, by the way, is not that far away. It's not far. Like, ladies and gentlemen. I just see that happening. Like, every DJ is going to drop no frauds, and people are just going to be bouncing. Like, I can just, I just absolutely see that happening. And um, let's see. There's another song. It's, uh, this is a dude named Johnny Balick. Uh, it's got a song called I Need It. Uh, he's actually managed by the same dude who manages Chance the Rapper. Um, which I didn't okay. know before I heard this, which I didn't know until after I heard the song. Cause I started just like trying to find anything I could from this guy. And, um, I don't really like the rest of his other music that much, but it, the song I need it is amazing. It's just a great song. Um, he's just singing his heart out and just talking about how much he needs this girl. And, uh, I know we haven't done the first dance thing. I know this is on our, like it's in our leftovers, but this it's would be like a, this would be a cool first dance song in my opinion. Cause like okay. you, cause it's not just some slow sappy like I love you until your hair turns gray, like uh, I love yeah. you until we're seventy or whatever the hell. Like this song is just tells you how much you needed this person in your life, and I love this song and just like all the pop culture references he uses in it. He's like I need you, like Wheezy need like Yeezy needs Yeezy, and it's like just a bunch of different great lines in there, and it's just like it's great. Um, there's this new artist named Khalid. Uh, he's got an album out called American Teen. Yeah. The album American Teen is great. Um, the song that I love is Young. What's it? Young. Uh, what's it called? It's like Young and Broke. Young something and Broke. Why can't I think of what the song is called? I just had it written down. Uh, yeah. Young, Dumb and Broke. That's it. Young, Dumb and Broke. That song is great. And But so is the whole album. I've got a ton this week. A ton. This Lay it down, baby. And uh, as we talked about at the very beginning of the show, because if you skipped ahead to get to what we're listening to, uh, yes, I, ta- I talked about Saba. Uh, check out Bucket List. And I went to see Dea. And uh, she's got this song on her album that I hope they release as a single. I'm like, I, she played this album for us like a week before her album came out. And yeah, there's this song called Love of My Life. And I was like, this is the one. Like, this is it. Like, this is the one for me. And, like, I don't know. Like, okay. you know, people know more than I do about music and what's going to hit and what's not. But, like, Love of My Life is the best song in Daya's catalog. And she performed it the other night. Wow. Freaking loved it. And, like, that's it. So I've got a ton of music. I could go on and on, I feel like. But I'll stop there. Right. Frank Ocean, Nicki Minaj, okay. Johnny Balick, uh, Khalid, Saba, and Daya. So... Those were all. Those are all on the playlist. That's out on the right playlist. now. Right now, I love that you can. We can say that right the playlist now. is out right now. I you got that's pressure on you. Oh, for it's, once. That's it's nice. on there. Um, so I have a lot too. I'm gonna try to be as quick as okay. I can because I have to mention these and they'll be on the playlist. Um, so if you're someone that doesn't listen to the playlist or, or likes to write things down, go ahead, grab a pen. I will wait for you. <laughs> I will wait. Grab a pen and a piece of paper. Uh, you're gonna have to write quickly there. I'm I'm, I'm just I'm just delaying and waiting for mm-hmm. you. Did you get your pen? Okay, I don't know if you're not going to be able to spell most of these names because I hardly do as well. That's the idea of new music, though. Uh, first of all, a couple of older songs that a lot of people have heard and are bigger now that I love that I need to talk about. Green Light from Lord she, that she released a couple weeks ago. I freaking love right. it. It's a, obviously a different sound, 
um, from her. And I think it's, it's, it's great. And I cannot wait to hear more. She's on Saturday Night Live this weekend, yeah. which reminds me I need to uh, make sure I catch that. So excited to see her. Excited to see her at Coachella in a couple of weeks. I'm sure we'll get new, uh, more new music from her there. The second single called Liability was also released. A little slower, a little different sounding, but Green Light is awesome. I love it. I love Liability. Uh, of course, love Liability. Do you? I yeah, think it's good. Is great. It's good. Uh, Ed Sheeran, of course, came out with his album Divide. If you haven't made your way through the album yet, besides the singles that have come out, check out Eraser. Uh, it's a little Eddie, little Eddie, little rapping from Ed Sheeran. An awesome sound to it. Um, Dude, it's the it, NBA it, on NBC theme that he's rapping over. <laughs> yeah. Like it absolutely is. Like I don't know if he that's, knows that's that. Good. I don't know if anyone is putting. Like, right. It's the NBA on NBC theme that he's rapping over. Like, just it's awesome. Letting you know, it's awesome. So check out Eraser from Ed Sheeran, uh, Griffin and Elanium, another electro pop uh, duo. I give you a lot of that on here. Maybe ones that you haven't heard of. So that's another one. Griffin and Elanium, also featuring Dea. Another shout out to Dea on this episode. Again, another feature song that she's featured on. That's a killer. Super catchy. The song is called Feel Good. Check that one out. Really enjoy he that. He came out. The they performed that. Uh, he came out. They performed that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he came out. They at performed that, that at the show. That's on Thursday. awesome. Shoot. Lucky bastard. <laughs> um, another electro duo from Chicago. Lewis the Child uh, has a song that they released called Phone Died featuring Blaze Riley. Uh, it's part of their EP being released later this month. Um, it's sort of, uh, I can, it's sort of Chance the Rapper-ish. Okay. If I'm going to put it into like a hip-hop category, it reminds me of a Chance song, the way that it flows and the way that it's structured. Uh, so Lewis the Child called Phone Died. Chuck that one out. Uh, Melv, a 19-year-old kid. This kid's 19 years old from, shouts out to fiance Katie, Milwaukee, uh, starting to make a name mm-hmm. from himself. A lot of electro-pop type of hits. He released uh, a song called Lifeline with the uh, vocals with... Uh, by Dana Williams on this young lady, Dana Williams. It's it's very summer sounding. Dana Williams has great vocals on it. Yeah, it's a little early release because it does have that summer sound, but I think give it some time and momentum, it kind of gets you into that spring type of mood. So check out Lifeline from Melv, M-E-L-V-V, and Dana Williams. Um, Vice, DJ Vice came up with a song with JB, John Bellion, Obsession. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Vice is expected to release his uh, first major record label album this year. Uh, and John Bellion just kills it with his vocals, as he always does. It's a great combination. I like those two. So that's Obsession. Uh, I'm almost done. I promise. <laughs> hey, Violet, who has been really... I mean, a lot of people have heard of them, but they're really up and coming. Taking off. Uh, they're, yeah, they really are taking off. Their album is so highly anticipated to be released at some time later this year. Um, if you've if you've heard some of their music in the past, their song that they released called "Break My Heart" is a little bit different. It kind of uh, explores their kind of evolving sound. It's very catchy, and there's some synth added with it, so it's a little bit different. But check out "Break My Heart" from Hey Violet. That album's going to be great. They're on the they're on the up and up, if you will. And finally, one that caught me by surprise: New Politics, a band that I've been a fan of for a long time. Love their sound. Haven't heard anything from them in a couple of years. Uh, released a single off of their album also to be released later this year called One of Us. They also just announced a tour, which I'm super excited about to see them. Uh, they're a Danish pop rock band. Really catchy chorus. It's like an alt, it's going to be an alt-pop gem 
a really cool message, a part of it as well. So one of us from New Politics. Also, very quickly, Portugal the man, feel it still, cash, cash, and roses <laughs> with matches, and uh, Dioro with Rise and Shine. I, I can't. I cannot hold this music in for myself. I have to tell you guys. I'm sorry. Dude, It'll all be on the playlist. That is what I'm listening to. The too much weeks, so. there's been so much music that came out and like you mentioned the ed sheeran album and i just completely forgot like there is a three strong song stretch in on the ed sheeran album that is like amazing like yeah galway girl into happier into new man is like the best boom, boom, three boom. song stretch that you're gonna hear on an album all year long like it's it's in my opinion it's the best three song stretch that i've heard on an album probably since last year since the life of pablo came out and those like the way those first three songs wow. go yeah. together. So those, well. that was great. Like how Ultralight Beam goes into like, uh, what's it? Good Morning with Kid Cudi. And then it goes right into yeah. the other one. So it's like, I love those. I, I love how those three songs go. And these three songs need to be like a mini movie. Because literally it's like you meet the girl, <laughs> then like it's it, it's just shows how it's like you meet the girl and then you like lose the girl. And then like you're like not trying to hear about this you're like the new girl's like new man and new man is just super cool like the way that it's just the it, he wrote three songs that are like unbelievable to the guy's perspective because there's so many breakup songs out there and so many sappy breakup songs that i feel like are from a girl's perspective but like when a guy gets it when you get mm -hmm. it because it's like you get exactly what a guy is feeling at that time and new man is like it's just it's perfect it's just exactly how it feels whenever like you see your girl on instagram showing off her new dude and like regardless where you are in your relationship or whatever or if you're single or whatever you see that and you're just like mother man i want to see this shit and it's like see that but those three songs are like it's just it's like watching a movie and it's perfect it's i love those three songs and speaking of perfect perfect's a good song on the album too i mean it's it is it's just, nice one. but yeah That's i completely nice. forgot about the ed sheeran album but yeah there's too much music's been coming out man too much too much and to cap off music news uh, I, I i i ran long on that i it's apologize okay. avril lavigne announced she's coming oh, out with God. new music later this year and i cannot freaking wait. wait she's healthy she's Street's good needed. screw chad kroger he's gone this new avril is going to be crazy yeah. so i can promise you we will be the first to break that. The streets that need it, baby. The streets need up. it. New Avril. Yes, they do. <laughs> uh, to finish things, finish some things off with a couple of quick bites, because surprise, we went long again. We apologize. We appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, one thing, exciting stuff, Daylight Savings Time begins. Yes. And if you're listening to this on Sunday, you already know that. Um, yes. Summer's almost here. It's the best time. You lose that hour of sleep, Screw but it's it. all the more worth it for what you get. For the next X number of months, all the way up until what November? Beyond excited. When we go back. I love it. It's uh, it's it's brighter later and darker early, uh, darker earlier in the day, which I really don't give a shit about sleeping anyway. Sunlight till um, nine. I'm so happy. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Uh, another little quick bite to add. Uh, something we did last year over on the the Chris and Dan podcast, our uh, bracket selection show with March Madness. Obviously, the brackets are released. Sunday night, so uh, we'll, we'll retweet it from our SoundCloud on Brunch Breakdown and everywhere else on our medias as well, uh, but it'll actually, I think, be distributed through uh, the Chris and Ed podcast. If you're a subscriber there, you'll get that automatically, but check that out. That's coming out later this week, Monday, Tuesday, 
some point at that time where the three of us are going to get together and go over our brackets and give you ridiculous reasons as to why we picked the teams <laughs> to advance that we did. We did it last year. It was a blast. Look forward to doing that again uh, this year. So I don't know if there's anything else to look forward to. Oh, also a quick bite. Saturday, March 18th, all the listeners, give our boy a shout-out, Chris Gates. It's his oh, birthday. Yeah. It's a big one for him. It's a big one for him, so we're going to have a week in between episodes, but happy birthday to Chris. Give him a shout-out. Give, give him a tweet. The uh, big 3-0. On the 18th, his birthday. He's joining the club. Big 3-0. Welcome, Welcome to, the, to club, the club, baby. Christopher. Welcome to the club. <laughs> so we look forward to that. Um, that should be fun. A uh, happy birthday to uh, to Chris as well. So I think that uh, we, we did we it, did Didi. It. We, you and I, we did it. The two of us, we were shorthanded. It was a shorthanded uh, uh, episode here today, but somehow we still managed to go long. Uh, we made no it surprise happen, there. We didn't get too heated. We didn't have to talk about Ronda Rousey, so that no, was fun. We're good. Um, la La Land. So we we were La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to use that. I got to get that cut up and distributed. Uh, check out the Sounds of Brunch playlist, which is also available. We we will have that tweeted out when this episode drops, so it's ready for you as well. It's lengthy. It's going to get you through oh, yeah, the week, it is. and we hope you enjoy that. We know that you, uh, you will. Um, of course, check out the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, any podcasting app that you use. Once again, we have Facebook. Check, uh, follow us on Facebook, our Twitter, at Brunch Breakdown, Instagram, at Brunch Breakdown as well. Chris will rejoin us next week. He's on Twitter, at Chris underscore Gates. Didi, of course, on Twitter, at Didi is Bored. And I am on Twitter at SteelCDDan22. Uh, before we wrap this up, Didi, nice job, Dude, my friend. We did good it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Brunch 29. Go Mountaineers. We covered a lot of topics. Go Mountaineers. I'm going to say Go it flashes. right now. I'm just going to speak it into existence. Big 12 champs, congratulations, West Virginia. Okay, LeVar Ball. <laughs> Dude. Gosh. Oh, okay. Never mind. I wish we had time to talk we'll about talk, him. Man, I... If I didn't have to leave right now, all right, whatever. We'll I know. next episode put that on the menu right now because we have. It's gotta be on the menu. Because I know you're about to give me some really La La Land takes, and I have to, <laughs> and I have to go right now. But yeah, we'll talk about yes. Levar. Levar Ball will be at the table next week. He'll be at the table next week. Uh, so will Chris Gates. So we appreciate you joining us once again here at Brunch Twenty Nine. We'll talk to you again in two weeks, and of course, we will have a reservation for three that time, and we will see you in at the table.